you know somebody's gonna edit that out and, and use it against me, right? Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Welcome back in to Talking Catholic with David O'Gray. I'm gonna play for you a video, a recent video, which you may have seen floating around the Twitter from the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time from the Diocese of Lexington, Kentucky, where a sitting bishop, John Stowe, publicly humiliates and discriminates against three of his spiritual sons. You know, aside from those videos where we catch bishops not gifting the Holy Eucharist to communicants who are presenting themselves in ordinary form of trying to receive the Lord kneeling and on the tongue, this is probably one of the most disturbing videos, aside from those, that I have ever watched in relation to the Catholic Church. Check it out. Uh, the bishop has asked that Father David and I, Father John, I'm speaking for Father John, make an announcement that we are not vaccinated so people could decide if they want to attend masses or that we're celebrating. And also the, the priests, and this has, gone, this has been done throughout the diocese, those priests that are not vaccinated are to follow the COVID protocol in the liturgy and they are not allowed to visit the sick or elderly that are homebound. Father John and Father David, again, have not been vaccinated. Thank you. The Lord be with you. So what you have just witnessed was what you cannot now unsee. And what you have just heard is what you cannot now unhear. And we can go many ways with this trash. The obvious one is probably deconstructing the homosexual reign of Bishop John Stowe, a Franciscan, who actively engages his parishes in his diocese to celebrate so-called Gay Pride Month, who gave a blessing to the participants attending an event hosted by the dissident and pro-sodomy group called Dignity USA. Um, Stowe is a Francis-appointed Catholic bishop who actually uses the acronym LGBT to describe a group of people as if those group of people's sexual choices actually makes them distinct from the rest of the human race somehow. Which I don't understand. I mean, what about those people who choose to eat donuts, ice cream, cake, and Kit Kats all day? Do we call them D-I-C-K? Those <clears throat> D-I-C-K lovers over there? Are they a protected class of people just because they like D-I-C-K? What if they're born liking D-I-C-K? I'm very much into D-I-C-K. In fact, my mother would tell you that I was born liking D-I-C-K. And my wife fills the refrigerator and the pantry with D-I-C-K. I'm personally not a D-I-C-K just because I like them, but I do like some D-I-C-K. You know somebody's going to edit that out and use it against me, right? But Stowe actually endorsed the Equality Act. I mean, this little Kmart devil, who I call him, who by all counts is about as gay as a $2 bill. He's such a big gay, according to some Catholics I know, that you can spot this guy from space. So gay that has been said that he would love for his choir director, his choir director at the cathedral, to play the songs This Rainy Man, The Boys Are Back in Town, and a YMCA at every mass he presides. That's just what people say. I don't know if it's true or not. The demonic activity of John Stowe knows no end. I mean, we can go for on forever talking about his pansyisms. And of course, his diocese, he's, he has restricted his diocese, the use of the liturgical use of the traditional Latin Mass. And what, you know, as Jesus said, anyone who tries to prevent the sacrifice of Christ, which happens at Mass, is under the influence of Satan. Get thee behind me, John Stowe, you Kmart 
devil. But that is a devil, maybe even perfectly possessed by the devil. We already knew that just from the way he treated those boys from Covington High School. Nick Sandman should have also sued the Rainbow Pants off of Stowe. But enough about Stowe and him as a soft boy. Where else can we go with this? Um, what else is an easy take? Yeah, the whole fraud injection thing. The fraud injection. You know the world is easy to understand once you understand the favorite tool of Satan, which is to attempt to control people by dividing them and pitting them against one another. Black against white, rich against poor, Democrat against Republican, Muslim against Christian, women against men, women against their own, their own children in their womb. Now, the vaxxed against the unvaxxed. Right? It's just the, the silly pattern of the world. It, and, and the way that the world also uses these divisions amongst humans they create is to also create various subclasses of the elites among them. In the instant case, the new elites of the world, the vaxxed, those who have been compliant and in injected themselves with the latest mark of the beast. They're the ones who have the access, the privilege. They can keep their job. They can travel. They can go to college. In other countries, they're the ones who get to leave the house, go shopping. Right? The vast are they're the new elite class in the world in the Catholic Church, the scary part. The Catholic Church today is guilty, complicit in helping create this new class of elites. The Church of the Poor, as Francis, as Francis calls it, has helped to create the Church of the Elite. They're the ones, the, the, the vaxxed and the elites in these countries who get to go to Mass and receive communion. There is no distinguishable difference between the state-controlled church in China and a state-controlled pro-government, pro-vax church in the rest of the world. And I think that's probably the second really sad take about this whole garbage old story boy has pulled off here. Of course, the easiest take are the whataboutisms, right? <laughs> the whataboutery. What about the politicians who are not ready to receive communion? What about them? Why doesn't Stowe publicly shame them? What about the priests who have other viruses that are sick and communicate them like the flu or um, those of HIV and open sore? What about isms? I think are, are goofy, right? Uh, they're just goofy to me. Uh, they're just, I think, a flavor of passive aggressive bitching. Uh, and I don't like them, right? But I understand the point when people make them fine, right? There are really so many other valid takes on this hot mess. But in close, I'd like to really say two things, make two points. The first is to revisit a theme that you heard coming out of the Rally for Cancer preset by myself and Father John Lovell, who will be on Talking Catholic Live in a couple weeks. The bishop, the point is this, the, the bishop is the spiritual father of his priests. It's unfortunate that the, the clergy in Lexington have a homosexual father. A little weird. But hopefully he's chaste at least. But <laughs> he's their weird father. And not only was Father John Morgati, the Catholic, the cathedral director, and Father um, David uh, Willer, the, the parochial vicar, Victor, vicar, and the deacon here who's talking, not only were they publicly torn down by their father in front of his other children, but they were they were shamed that they were shame was unnecessary, completely unnecessary. In fact, it was abuse. If Stowe were a real man rather than a pansy, he would have read that statement himself. Still unnecessary. 
But having a person being abused as if they were some sort of hostage being used for extortion, have to stand there and read that statement was cruel and unusual treatment. Good men do not treat others that way and Christians do not abuse each other. And the second point I'd like to make that this is just another example of bug breaking that we saw with Father Altman in um, Callahan, which I talked about a few weeks ago. This is what slave masters did to non-compliant slaves. That this bug breaking is not only about breaking the non-compliant tendencies of the immediate person, but also to make that person an example. In this case, for any other cleric, the example is this, any other cleric, any other staff who's even thinking about not complying with the mandate of the Vax government Catholic Church, this will happen to you next, boy. Go drink your water from that fountain over there, you non-vax boy. Oh, you entered a Catholic church through the back, you non-vax boy. Oh, you received communion on the tongue last, you unvaxed. It's butt-breaking. And if you're a compliant person, guess what? You don't have to experience any of this. But if you're not compliant with the world and the systems of evil and division and creating new elite classes, this will be your experience. But it's fine because Jesus experienced it first and he rose from the dead. And by doing so, he divinely rebuked their systems and showed us the path to triumph and glory over the same. So be non-compliance with the world and live authentically free in Christ. Oh, and, and, and don't make fun of people who like donuts, ice cream and cake and Kit Kats. But until then and until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours. Hi everybody, thank you for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also be sure to check out the content you've missed. If you'd like to keep supporting my work, consider joining my team on Patreon, where you'll be gifted great perks like books, hoodies, and mugs. Thanks again.